This episode is sponsored by me, Andy Hill, the host of this show. If you're looking for someone to support you on your family, wealth, and happiness journey, I'm taking on a select number of coaching clients this year. To work with me one-on-one for your family finances, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more. It's very odd. Um, I never thought I'd be one of those people on the other side of it, you know, looking at, but um, it, it's great. And and so many did it for me, yourself included, that, um, that it's good to just be able to help out and hopefully be pushing someone else over the finish line. This show is dedicated to helping you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Welcome to the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast, everybody. This is Andy Hill, and today we're going to do things a little different. Yeah. First, I'm going to fly solo and talk to you about seven dreams that can become a reality when you're debt-free. And then after my solo flight, we're going to highlight another Money Master of the Week. And then last but not least, we're bringing you a new series called Mortgage Freedom. This segment will feature everyday individuals like you and I who have paid off their mortgage completely. It's gone, baby. That way, you can get inspired to do the same thing. This week, we have Colin from Chicago, and you are going to love his story. All right, let's jump into today's show. Now, there are a lot of young couples and parents that listen to this show, and I think it's safe to say that a whole bunch of you are looking for a little more freedom and fun in your lives. Am I right? Do you think? What do you think? I think you're right. I think I'm right. And I truly, truly believe that when you become debt-free, my friends, you will experience that freedom and you'll experience that reduction of stress like you never have before. Now, I know that me just spouting off words and phrases like debt freedom and stress reduction may not motivate you to jump out of your seat and start crushing debt, but perhaps... If we get a little bit more specific together, it may just do the trick. So what I'd like to do today on today's episode is go over seven dreams that can come true when you're debt-free. So let's jump right into it, everybody. Number one, raise your children at home. As a young parent, you may be working at a job and sending your kids to daycare during the day. And a lot of people do this, and there's nothing wrong with that, nothing wrong with daycare. But perhaps you have a feeling, you have a calling, you have a desire to raise your kids at home the way you want to. Debt freedom can make this desire become a reality. When you're not putting a bulk of your income toward paying your student loans or your car debt or your credit card debt, your budget will have a lot more room in it, more room to make decisions that work for you and and your future. This dream resonated a lot with my wife, Nicole, after we learned that we were going to be parents for the first time. She wasn't so much inspired by becoming debt-free or living on a budget, quote-unquote. She was more inspired by the byproduct of our debt freedom. She'd be able to go to part-time and then eventually become a full-time stay-at-home mom during our kids' younger years. And that's what we did. We became debt-free 
and we could magically afford for her to go down to part-time. And then a couple of years later, full-time, which was great. I share that dream of raising your children at home first out of our seven dreams here because that was our driving force in our relationship and it helped us clean up our debt. It definitely, definitely inspired us to make some moves. So that's why I wanted to share it first. Number two, start your own business. Let's say you absolutely love photography. You shoot weddings, you shoot family photos, headshots for events on the weekends, and you do this as a side gig to make some extra money. But mostly, it's not just for the money. Mostly, you you do it because you're passionate about photography. You love it so much that you're ready to make this your real-life, full-time business and not just a side thing anymore. When you're debt-free, dreams like this can become a reality. In session number 66, I interviewed Vincent Puglisi, who shared a very similar story to this. He and his wife eliminated $140,000 of debt, and he was able to become a self-employed freelance photographer. And he took his passion for photography and his passion for living that free life, crushed all that debt, and now that's what he's doing. He is a freelance photographer, and now he's inspiring other people's by writing about his story. So it can happen, my friends. That's number two. Number three, travel guilt-free. Okay, so picture this. It's the dead of winter, and you're really in need of a warm getaway vacation. You find some beautiful resort in Mexico for you and your spouse to relax and recharge. And if you buy the trip in the next 48 hours, you'll get 25% off taking the total to only $5,000. So without thinking, if you actually have the money, you, you just decide to throw it on the credit card, right? Live, you know, what's it called? Uh, YOLO. You only live once, right? <laughs> that. So then the date of the trip arrives, you travel to sunny Mexico, you relax by the pool, you laugh and you, and you party with your spouse, you're having a great time. But in the back of your brain, you've got this nagging feeling that won't go away. And the thought is, how long is it going to take me to pay this vacation off? You try to ignore it. You, you throw back some margaritas and you read a good book on the beach, but that pending high interest credit card debt still pulls at you. Wouldn't it be nice to just really enjoy that vacation without that sense of guilt? That sense of, oh man, I'm going to be paying on this vacation for a while. I better enjoy it now because I'm going to be paying on it for the next year or more. Debt freedom, budgeting, and saving your money will give you that ability to travel guilt-free. When you're debt-free, you want to stay that way, right? That's when you incorporate awesome life hacks like a sinking fund. This tactic of the sinking fund has you split the the cost of these high-priced items or experiences like a vacation into 12-month increments. That way you're factoring in the cost of this awesome experience to Mexico every year. 
guild-free relaxation every year. Now that sounds awesome. Number four, leave a toxic job for a better one. Your boss treats you poorly, you're not inspired by your daily work, and there was no room for growth. It is time to leave your job and find a better one. The better one might pay less money, but it'll give you a better life. Isn't that what it's all about, right? Well, it's a lot harder to do the right thing, the thing you're supposed to do, right, when you have loads of debt to deal with. It is so much harder to jump or be entrepreneurial or, you know, be adventurous in in taking a different role with something that might inspire you when you've got loads of student loans that are holding you down. Let your toxic job be your motivator to eliminate your debt as fast as possible. And at the same time, keep a lookout for other jobs in your industry that pay well and maybe treat you better. They're out there. Got to keep looking. One incredible plus, though, that comes from your debt-free journey is confidence. You will become more confident in yourself, your abilities, and just overall doing what's best for you. Because self-care rocks, man. And that starts with the work we choose to do every day. Number five, have a fully funded emergency fund. Wouldn't it be incredible to never experience money emergencies again? With a fully funded emergency fund, your emergencies won't feel like emergencies anymore. The roof is leaking. Oh, no. No, 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 no worries. We got the money. We got this covered. I'm having transmission problems again. Ah, oh, no. There's money set aside for that. This one's a personal one here. Zoe just threw a glass and cracked our bathroom sink. And my wife's response. We've got an emergency fund for that, Andy. Ah. It's nice. When you're debt-free, you can now focus on building up your savings to a point where you eliminate your future worries. This can be three months of expenses, six months, or even 12 months. I know people who absolutely love having a year's worth of savings. It makes them feel like they're all protected by a warm blanket, like all the time. And then I know others who prefer to have it at three months. We currently have ours at three months, but I like the idea of six months. So we're building that up right now. And we're planning on getting there in the next maybe like 12 to 24 months. It's going to take us a while to build it up. But you know what? Peace of mind is what comes from this dream goal. It's one of my favorites. Number six, help your kids graduate student debt free. The student debt problem in our country is truly disheartening. $1.5 trillion in student debt and growing rapidly. That is of the time of this recording, right? 2019, $1.5 trillion. Social security checks are being garnished because people in their 60s and 70s are still paying their student debt. And the bad news keeps coming too. Evidently, there are plans swirling in our government right now to eliminate assistance programs like student loan forgiveness. With our debt freedom, we can focus on investing for our kids' future so they don't have to worry about any of this mess. 
Invest in a 529 early in their lives and take advantage of compound interest. The earlier we start, the better off our accounts will be. Invest early and create an automatic recurring investment. It's a lot easier to do this when you're debt free and your kids will thank you. Number seven, give back in your community. I truly believe that when we give our time, our money, and attention to charities and causes we're passionate about, we get so much in return. With our extra money after being debt-free, consider donating a portion of it to organizations that move you. I'm inspired by charities that help kids have a better shot at life, like organizations like Together We Rise. We recently had them on the show to talk about their organization, how they're helping kids in the foster care system, and it's great. It's, It's inspiring. I know that I've been blessed and privileged in my upbringing, so I want to give back so others can have some of the opportunities that I've had. And it, that, starts with, that starts with kids for me. If the idea of giving away your money spooks you a little bit, consider increasing your giving by a percentage at a time. And that's what we've done in our family recently. So in 2017, we gave just, just, just 1% of our income. And last year, we upped that to 3%. And this year, we're shooting for 5%. So this is an area that we're working on. And I'm excited to go on this journey with you guys. Maybe one day we'll become a 10% giver like my friend Allison Cade from session 114. That's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 114 if you guys want to check that out. What's impressive to me about Allison and the other 10% givers out there is that they're going to teach their children the same sense of selflessness and kindness. And that attitude of taking care of your neighbor will continue to grow. And that's the kind of country and community that I'm really inspired to be a part of. Okay, so we hit on seven dreams that can come true when you're debt-free. And here they are again. Number one, raise your children at home. Number two, start your own business. Number three, travel guilt-free. Number four, leave a toxic job for a better one. Number five, have a fully funded emergency fund. Number six, help your kids graduate student debt-free. And then number seven, give back in your community. I hope just one of these dreams gets you excited about becoming debt-free. And that's really all it takes. A dream, a goal, a vision. The numbers alone aren't going to get you all geeked. The destination will. But be sure to enjoy the journey because the debt-free journey can be a lot of fun too. If you're looking for some inspiration on how to crush that debt fast, check out my slew of articles and podcasts focused on this very subject at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash crush debt. Yeah, that URL is pretty BA for sure. That's marriagekidsandbuddy.com slash crush debt. And who knows? One of those inspiring stories may just get you kickstarted on your journey to debt freedom. We'll be back to the show after a word from our sponsors. Are you looking for someone to walk alongside you on your journey to family financial independence? Well, I would love to help you achieve your goals and help your family thrive. I work with couples, individuals, and families all around the U.S. via video chat and can assist in the following areas. Becoming debt-free, growing your net worth, crafting and sticking to your budget, 
reviewing coast fire plans, developing strategies to build generational wealth for your kids, and designing your future work optional lifestyle. Doesn't that sound nice? <laughs> if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, you can book a time with me by visiting marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching. I would love to help you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Visit marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more, or you can click the link in our show description. If you're looking to improve your financial situation, it helps when you're able to cut out unnecessary costs. Cell phone services are a necessity for sure, but we don't need to be overpaying for them, right? That's why I like Tello Mobile, a phone service worth talking about. We've been fully on board as a family with Tello for over two years now, and we are so happy that we made the switch. For us, the reception and data service is better than Verizon, and our costs were nearly cut in half. Tello runs on the T-Mobile network and it's wowing new customers like us with their rock bottom prices and stellar service. With over 10,000 reviews, Tello is rated as excellent on Trustpilot, and this is quite rare in the wireless world. Nicole and I went for the unlimited data, minutes, and texting plan for only 25 bucks per month each. Isn't that crazy? You heard that right. $25 is their most expensive plan, actually. And Tello is running a special offer for MKM listeners right now. Check out Tello today at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. That's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello and use the code MKM20 to get 20% off on your first month of service for any Tello plan above that $10 per month mark. Again, use MKM20 to get 20% off at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello, and you'll be supporting this show. Hurry up. The code is valid until April 19th, 2024. Marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. Thanks for considering our sponsors, everyone. Let's jump back into the show. It's time to announce the Money Master of the Week. Josh from Florida called in with a huge money win. Take it away, Josh. Hey, Andy. This is Josh Overmeyer down in Florida, and I blog at joshovermeyer.com. I want to share a recent financial win with your listeners. I get paid bi-weekly, so usually two months a year I get a third paycheck, and this month is one of those months. Combined with money from my tax refund that just posted last week, I decided to fully fund my IRA for 2019 in one fell swoop. I transferred all $6,000 to the Vanguard Total Stock Market Index Fund. My next big financial goal is to pay off my mortgage by the end of 2025. Next month marks 13 years here, and I want to have it paid off before I hit 20 years in my house. Talk about discipline. You get an infusion of cash, and you have a decision to make on what to do with it. Josh looked toward the future and invested in it. If you want to get inspired by Josh and his financial journey, please check him out at joshovermeyer.com. That's joshovermeyer.com. Josh, thank you so much for sharing your smart money move with us, and congratulations for being our Money Master of the Week. Do you have a recent financial victory that you want to share on the show? Send me an email at andy at marriagekidsandmoney.com or leave me a voicemail like Josh did at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash voicemail. I would love to hear from you. How would you like to own your home outright? What would it feel like to never make a mortgage payment ever again? 
On our Mortgage Freedom Series today, we're going to interview someone who eliminated their mortgage in less than five years. Colin Murphy is our guest today. Colin is a father, a husband, and a Chicago native. He's going to let us peek inside and see how he made this monumental feat happen. Welcome to the show, Colin. Thanks, Andy. Happy to be here. Your your show's uh, been a great source of motivation for my wife and I, so just happy to be a part of it. Oh, thanks so much, Colin. I really appreciate that. So, so when did you decide that you wanted to pay off your mortgage? Well, probably the day we signed the mortgage paperwork. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, we, we were the standard uh, move from one house to uh, the, the, a little bit bigger one. And, um, you know, it was that looking at those numbers on the paper and actually saying, 30 years. And uh, I mean, what's life going to be like in 30 years, right? So uh, essentially, shortly after that ink dried, we were convinced that this was going to become a goal of ours. Yeah. And you said we. So how did your wife feel about that, too? Well, uh, she was kind of deferring to me a lot on the financial stuff, right? Strengths and weaknesses of each couple. But, uh, you know, we we were only married a a short time, a couple of years when we bought the house that we're in now uh, that we eventually paid off. So while we were both in, you know, working together towards our financial goals, we didn't really have the express talks at that point of uh, what exactly we wanted to do with our money. We were both working. uh, We weren't having checks bounced or anything like that. So we just kind of figured life was on autopilot and that was okay. So it really wasn't after we were in the house realizing the gravity of of what we had done Mm -hmm. um, when we really started having these talks about paying it off. That's cool. So did you guys have any initial debt before you started this mortgage pay down process? A little bit. Uh, As I mentioned, we were in a small townhouse before, and uh, my wife had a little bit of student loan debt, um, about 15,000, you know, not outrageous. And then we both had cars, not fancy cars, but cars that required monthly checks. And, uh, but uh, we were fortunate that we didn't have credit card debt. We didn't have any sort of medical debt or anything. So uh, we didn't have a lot of the big interest pitfalls, but we still had those uh, nagging bills every month that were, that were kind of hurting our checking. So what did you guys do to partner together to get to get rid of those student loans and some of those other uh, things you're working on? Sure. So uh, like you and like so many others out there, uh, I kind of stumbled into all this through Dave Ramsey. Um, It was uh, literally YouTube videos. It was being bored in the middle of the night. Um, I work out hours and and uh, finding these people that were screaming and celebrating and all this (laughs) stuff. And uh, it it took me a little bit to come around. I mean, I got to be honest, it seemed a little bit odd at first. but uh, again, I go back to we were both working and, and when you don't have, you know, creditors knocking at the door or something, you just kind of figure everything's OK, even though you're uh, you don't really have a purpose. So um, so we started talking when we were in our old house about, hey, let's get the cars paid off. Um, let's get the student loans paid out. And honestly, Andy, I, I, I thought about this when we were talking beforehand is. We didn't really have our, our why, our reason why. It was just um, we knew we wanted to be out of debt, and we just kind of figured, I kind of figured, being the uh, the video watcher on YouTube, that all these people are screaming, and there's thousands of people doing this. There's got to be some sort of freedom that I'm missing. So uh, it, I, I'd like to say some story about we had some you know heroic moment where we stood together arm in arm and, and fought through, but it really didn't happen that way for so, us. So you saw a group of weirdos doing some weird stuff and you're like, <laughs> I want in. <laughs> it, it looked, I, I'm good with weird, you know, the, I, I'm good with that. It was, uh, you know, cause you saw people from all different parts of the country 
industry and, yeah. and walks of life and different jobs. And it, it seemed like a very all-inclusive process, right? Of, it's of a movement, people. man. It's exciting. It it's a fun group to be a part of, and you are more than a part of it now. So let's talk about this mortgage. <laughs> so, so when did you start paying it down? Talk to us about the details a little bit. Sure. So we bought the house right at the beginning of uh, 2016, and um, we we were fortunate. I had always been... Um, and I say, I, my, my wife too, but you know, we didn't really, we got married in 2014. So prior to that, we were just our independent financial people. Uh, but after that we combined everything right away and we were always, um, risk adverse. Uh, we had high cash balances, which I know isn't ideal when we talk about, you know, the actual dollars and cents, but it was a, a sense of comfort for us. So, uh, we bought this house that we're in now, uh, beginning of 2016, um, we had 20% down because we had saved um, so much uh, uh, cash and had it aside. So right from the start, um, we had that that mortgage balance, and we basically made it a goal right then uh, to start paying it off more than our, our monthly uh, minimums. And you said it was a 30-year? Is that right? It was a 30-year fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and this will really make the – I've kind of become a – you know, a little bit of a financial numbers weirdo as, as you get into this movement, it's kind of inevitable. Um, it was, uh, it was at 4% and it was fixed. Um, and believe it or not, we actually refinanced to about three and a half percent later that summer. So I know that makes some people cringe thinking, what are you doing paying all this money at, at four and then three and a half percent. But, uh, you know, as we'll get into that, it, it's, it goes a lot beyond just the numbers. Absolutely. So what was the, what was the original principle? So the uh, the principal on the loan was two hundred eight thousand. Two hundred eight. That's kind of that's kind of right where we were too. We had uh, one hundred ninety five when we started, so we were right in yeah. the same ballpark. So yep. so so talk to us about how you pay your mortgage off in under five years. How, how did you do that? What strategies did you guys use? Obviously, you started with two hundred eight thousand uh, dollar principal. You got the you got a, a low interest rate, which is a great way to start. But then from there, how did you guys partner together to pay this thing off so fast? <laughs> Sure. So uh, when we were mo- when we moved into that house, uh, uh, we were pregnant with our first uh, child. So uh, moving was already stressful enough, right? And then in the midst of it, you're uh, preparing that summer for your first child. So uh, we were both working at the time, and we knew, um, or we thought, as much as new parents think they know going into it, right? Is hey, we're going to have some expenses coming up. Anything we can control over the next six months, let's do it. So uh, every dime we had at that point that was above and beyond our monthly bill went to that mortgage principal. We knew it, we thought it wasn't going to be as quick as it did, but, um, you know, it really compounds and it becomes a monthly goal where we were real good at tracking our finances. We did, uh, and we still do have a budget every month. Um, so we knew we had, you know, that zero sum budgeting where we knew where every dollar was going and every dollar above our uh, minimums was going to that mortgage every month. So it became kind of a goal where, you know, we'd have our meetings at the beginning of the month saying, Hey, this is what our month looks like. And we kind of get excited at that extra line item of extra mortgage principle of how, how big can we get that number this month? So uh, it's contagious. It becomes kind of addictive in a way, you know? So what, were there any things that you guys did? Obviously you got to increase your income or decrease your expenses, right? To do something crazy like this. Was there any, anything on both sides of those coins where you guys figured out how to make more money or spend less money? How did that all go? Yeah, there was, there was a lot over time kind of became my side hustle or my second job because, uh, uh, it's, it's, you know, you start factoring in what you're making per, uh, 
uh, per hour. And it just, uh, it's there if you're willing to work out hours or whatever the case may be. Um, so that became my, my second job. Um, I started teaching, uh, part-time too, at a a local college, just some, uh, entry level, uh, you know, 100, 200 level courses. Um, it was mostly online. So it it helped a lot too, with flexibility, especially when, when, uh, our first child came along. Um, so, and, and I I have to give credit to my wife here too, because we kind of talk about odd side hustles. She got real big into some of these, uh, Facebook garage sales, uh, groups and mom's groups where, where you're finding, I mean, you, you know, as well as anyone, the outrageous prices of some of these children's toys or supplies or diapers or all that stuff. And, um, she still to this day is just the most, you know, prominent I know. And and she knows exactly what she should pay per item. And and it's, it's phenomenal. And and while that's not an income uh, producing thing, it, it kind of is in the sense that, you know, when you're going to spend that money anyways. So she saved us thousands and thousands of dollars a year. I'm convinced from the, from the minute our first child was born. Wow. So, so your wife is currently not working, but what you're saying is she's on Facebook, she's hustling, she's making sure you guys save a lot of, a lot of money. Is that right? Yeah. She, she's working as you know, she's working, but, uh, uh, but yeah, she, she is, um, not in the traditional sense, but yeah, she's, she's, uh, I, I would tell you every week she's, whether it's getting items we need or finding items that she's kind of learned being a, a stay at home mom now to, uh, fix or repair and flip. Um, she is doing that all day, every day. That's so incredible. she's bringing in money. Yeah, absolutely. So before you guys uh, started down this process, when you were married, were, was your wife uh, working full time at, at any point? She was. So okay. she was working full time uh, mm-hmm. when we were prior. Obviously, I was being married. And then um, she was working full time until our um, our daughter, who's our oldest, was almost two. OK. And um, it, it became just um, she worked in in, you know, emergency medicine. So it was we were both on odd schedules yeah. um, and uh, it became just so chaotic when it came to child care. And because we were both in 24 seven jobs, um, it's one thing to try to get child care from nine to five, Monday to Friday. But when you're looking for child care, you know, Sunday night mm-hmm. at midnight or Christmas morning or whatever the case may be, um, it just became a, a point where we just said, what do you do? I mean, even if you have the money, trying to find the availability is, is just uh, uh, not. And, and the other part of that, too, is that um, she liked her job, mm-hmm. but she didn't love her job. Sure. And uh, and it was tough for her going back. And, and we both made the decision that for our family, for stress and everything like that, um, her ultimately staying home was, was going to be what we did. I mean, we talked about it very briefly, but you saying I took on extra hours. I worked the evening shifts. <laughs> you 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 worked incredibly hard to pay this thing off. I mean, were there times as a young father where you're putting in this extra effort where you're like, man, I don't know if I could do this. There was. It, it was tough because, um, you know, you want to balance these financial goals you have with your family that you know are the best move in the long run with not missing out on those early moments of your child's life either, or, or your, your young, relatively young marriage. So, um, it meant the partnership, I was very fortunate. I'm still very fortunate every day to have the wife I do, but, um, you know, to be able to work as a team and say, Hey, this is temporary. We have some goals that we know in the long term will help our family. Um, you know, sometimes the benefits of, of doing this with young kids as opposed to older kids is, you know, while they're demanding in terms of their, their day to day, you know, you don't have those after school activities, whether it's sports or, or music or whatever that, you know, that you really want to be there or, or frankly, that they're going to remember you being at. Or, um, so 
you know, the benefit with our daughter now, she's not even three yet is to be able to, uh, is to be able to say, Hey, this is the early part of life. But, um, when we get this all done now, when we come to those memorable stages in, in fatherhood or parenthood, um, you know, I can be there now because I don't have to work those hours anymore. That's incredible, Colin. So you, you've got a lot more, I guess, uh, freedom with your cash right now. So l- let's talk about that. So how did you, how did you guys celebrate the day that it happened? Was, did you guys do anything fun? Did you have any moment where you're like, Hey, this is, this is a great, a great thing in our life. And we're celebrating w- what happened that day. You know, we went into the bank and, uh, we, we set up the, we, we ended up paying, um, kind of a windfall payment at the end. As I told mentioned, we'd always been, uh, cash had been kind of just peace of mind for us. And we finally made the plunge at, Hey, we have the money now to do this if we want to do it. So we went into the bank, we set up the wire transfer and the banker kind of looked at us and she said, you want to do what? <laughs> and we, you know, and, and, uh, we said, well, we're here to, you know, we got to wire this to pay off our house. And she kind of looked at us, you know, like we had three heads, you know? And, um, so we, we did, you know, do the picture outside the bank and all that stuff, but it was funny because it was, um, it was a weekday and, uh, and I was off and we said, you know, we should celebrate, but you form these habits and, and part of this debt payoff stuff that, you know, you're not spending crazy amounts of money. So I, we actually went home and we had a home cooked meal. We watched uh, Netflix. I think we turned on uh, Paw Patrol or something for our child. And because we, we can't go back to that, you know, let's go out to the lavish dinner stuff because we had, you know, we had gotten rid of that as part of our uh, thing. So we, we kind of chuckled that night, you know, laying down on the couch saying, you know, this is typical, right? This big celebration of this huge amount of thing. And we're back to just what we do. You know, you, you've changed your life and you're, and the things that maybe, I don't know, the things that you, that bring you joy or excitement are, are different. Now you've got a, you got a, you got a three-year-old and pop patrol <laughs> on the couch after a long day at work. <laughs> Sounds pretty uh, celebratory to me. You know, I don't, I don't know, man. I, uh, after a long day of work, I do not need some fancy night on the town anymore as a young father. I mean, that's that's where it's at for me, too. So I, I hear. Yeah. That. So yeah, absolutely. T- talk about how the availability of this extra cash has changed your financial situation at all. What are you guys doing differently? What are your plans for the future? Tell me how it looks. Sure. So obviously in this journey, it, it changed a little bit now that my wife is uh, staying at home. So, you know, we did go down to one income. So the, the cash flow wasn't quite as high as it was as we were paying off uh, the mortgage. Uh, but because it paying off the the debt, not only do you have that extra money, but as I mentioned, you make these changes along the way, right? Whether it's getting rid of the car payments or, you know, not spending a thousand dollars a month on groceries. So, um, we've definitely upped up, uh, my uh, retirement. I'm, I'm a participate in a 457. So, um, which is, you know, your, your 401k for your, for your public employees, essentially. Um, so we've ramped that up. We've both set up Roth IRAs, um, and, uh, and we're helping put away money for, uh, um, for 529, you know, for college savings. Savings. Um, we also, uh, over the, a couple months ago, found out that we have two more babies on the way this summer, wow. uh, rather than just the one. So, thank you. So, um, you know, that's that's obviously a, that initial daunting thought of, oh my gosh, we're going from a family of three to wow. five, um, is exciting. But I will tell you, my wife and I have said countless times we've kind of just looked at each other and, you know, we still have that Wells Fargo note on our on our desk, and uh, um, we've just said, you know boy, we're just so fortunate to not have the financial stress because little did we know what life would, would give us and, uh, to not have to worry about, Oh my gosh, what are we going to do for you know, baby diapers or formula or, or childcare or whatever, um, is, is worth any, 
any amount of money in the world, you know. So the peace of mind is your best investment right now, and it's making you feel good. <laughs> it's big that's, time, that's big great, time, man. Cool. All right. Well, there's a young parent listening right now that's saying, "Wow, I want that. I want that peace of mind. I want that freedom to feel really good." If if I if I suddenly realize we got twins coming on the way, <laughs> what advice would you give them to get started in paying off their mortgage? So obviously you have to be in, in lockstep with your, with your significant other. Um, that, that goes without saying, but it, it's, it's true. I mean, when we were house hunting, um, you know, we didn't think at the time my wife would ever be a stay at home mom. You have to prepare for all these options. Um, not just your, your knowns, right. Of you might have illness or you might have childcare needs, but your unknowns. Um, we, we were, our daughter was a year before my wife said, Hey, I really want to stay home. And that wasn't going to be in the budget otherwise, you know, so you have to prepare for the unknowns. Um, and, uh, I, I know it's I know it's cliche, but my gosh, you have to budget. Um, trying to go through this and say we want to pay extra on our mortgage um, when you have no idea what what extra means every month um, is huge. So um, I would say, especially too for people that are working in non traditional employment where overtime is an option, and you're you know I, I don't know what my paycheck's going to be every week because I don't know how much I'm going to work. Um, you set that budget based on your lowest, right? What you know it's going to be. And then when you have these, these windfalls of overtime or availability or something, you just have a pile of cash to move in rather than building your budget based around, I'll probably get some overtime or I'll probably get some side income. Um, and then when you don't, now you're in trouble because you budget for money you don't have. So, uh, plan for the unknown, you know, base that budget on your lowest number and, um, you better make sure you got a good partner along the way because that makes it a lot easier. Oh, Colin, this is great. I, you know, I, I hear the excitement in your voice. And what I, what I want to thank you uh, for today is is giving back to this community that's given, given you so much. You're now inspiring others by sharing this message. And other people are going to do this crazy weirdo thing that you've done. <laughs> and uh, they can blame you along the way. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hope so. That's exactly it. Like I said, it started from YouTube videos and then it went into podcasts like your, your yours. And, um, you know, you, you start trying to find people of like mine because it's motivating. Absolutely. And uh, it, it's very odd. Um, I never thought I'd be one of those people on the other side of it, you know, looking at. But um, it, it's great. And, and so many did it for me, yourself included, that. Um, that it's good to just be able to help out and hopefully be pushing someone else over the finish line. Awesome. Well, congratulations on this awesome family victory, Colin. Uh, I know people can find you in the Thriving Families Facebook community if they want to chat with you and learn more. And uh, Colin, thank you so much for inspiring us today. And thanks again for sharing this awesome story. Absolutely. Thanks, Andy. this flow today. It was a little different, but you know what? Different is good. It was refreshing. We reviewed seven dreams that can be accomplished when you're debt-free. Josh inspired us to use our tax returns wisely. And Colin got us all geeked about life without a mortgage. Definitely a solid dose of financial inspiration to kick off your week. Before we go for the day, I'd like to ask you to do any one of these three things to support this show. Number one, click the like button on my Facebook page at Andy Hill MKM. I am doing fun Facebook lives, posting new articles and sharing, oh, wacky things my kids are doing as well. <laughs> Again, that's facebook.com slash Andy Hill MKM. And the second thing, number two, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player so we're hanging out every week. And then number three, share this episode with a friend who wants to become debt-free and enjoy more freedom in their lives. 
You can find this show and all the links and resources mentioned at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 126. That's session 126. And if you're new to the show, I'd highly recommend checking out session 116, the 10 steps to young family wealth and happiness. You can find that at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 116. It is a great place to start. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, I'm going to end the show with a quote today from Confucius. Our greatest glory is not in never failing, but in rising every time we fall. This is your time to pursue your dreams, my friends. Carpe diem! 